Is Florida State's ranking too high, too low, or just right with the College Football Committee? You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into a bonus edition of Locked on Seminoles. I am your host, Brian Smith. Please hit that like button and that notification bell, and please subscribe to this podcast. We are wherever you need to get your podcast: Spotify, Apple, Odyssey, on YouTube, and anywhere else you get them for free. So please hit that button once again. Please also note that this is the fun kind of stuff we get to talk about today. Podcasts can go in many different directions, but there's only one first playoff committee poll that comes out and the Knowles come in at number four. So here's the question. Are you happy with the ranking too low, too high, just right? I thought they should be two or three. I kind of struggled with that over the last couple of days and you could put it either direction, but based on the criteria that they're using and it's just resume, I can understand number four. I'm not really beating them up for it. And these things kind of take care of themselves anyway. So number four for me, while I think it's a tad low, it's not like it's egregious. That's my take. Is it going to change very soon? Absolutely. Florida State has some big games coming up and they also have a couple of opportunities to watch teams that are in front of them play each other, namely Ohio State and Michigan. Bucks were number one, Michigan number three, Georgia is number two. So obviously Michigan or Ohio State's going to lose. Georgia has an interesting stretch coming up. They got a game at Tennessee. They have opportunities. Possibly they could lose to LSU in the SEC title game or Alabama, whichever one of them that is. The SEC West has been a mess this year. I wouldn't want to project that. And also you just got to look at it this way. If Florida State wins out and they beat Carolina, Florida, Miami, they might pass somebody just on that. Again, the committee talked about it based on their ranking without even saying anything. You could just tell by the way they ranked the teams. It was about resume. Do note every year, the committee changes. They have new members. So this first one's a little more interesting. You don't know based on last year, if it's going to hold the same kind of criteria, you might have six different opinions out of the first six people on how they should do it. Well, this committee obviously leaned pretty for whatever the reason, Pretty heavy on what were your wins. They wanted undefeated teams too. They didn't, they could have put Oregon ahead of somebody. They didn't. Oregon is playing much better than Washington right now. That's not really debatable, but they lost to Washington. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Now, with that in mind, just for fun, do you think Ohio State, they beat Notre Dame on the weird ending they had there and they just bludgeoned? Penn State, Penn State got their first first down and they're only in that game. It was at Ohio State late in the fourth quarter, which is just mind blowing. Um, They just completely dominated Penn State's offense. And then they Ohio State just won at Wisconsin. So that's three quality wins. Should they be ranked number one, in your opinion? Just curious. I don't really. I've seen them play four or five times. There's no way in the world that Ohio State's the best team based on what I've seen, and nobody's going to convince me otherwise. But if you've got a reason for it, 
that you think they're one, maybe two, comment on YouTube. Let me know. If you think that there's an opportunity for Florida State to beat one of these teams or they don't have a good matchup, I'm curious about that too. Anything of that nature, that's why playoffs are fun at this juncture. There's still several teams in contention, obviously the Noles being one. This is where it's entertaining. What, what are the matchups? I'm going to do a matchup show pretty soon. I, I think after this next week, we should be able to, to really get a better idea. The only problem with it, just as an example, like when does Brock Bowers come back? Is he coming back? Those kinds of things. I mean, it's just, it's a nightmare when a key player like him, because he's a top 10 player in college football, it'd be like Jordan Travis being out for Florida State. You know, I know it's quarterback, but I mean, again, it's just, they're, they're two of the top 10 players. You can't grade a team without their best player. So outside of that, there's some pretty interesting matchups. I'd love an Ohio State-Florida State matchup. Ohio State might have the best de defense in the country. Florida State, I kind of hard to argue they have at least the most explosive, if not the best overall. I think it would probably be both, but I guess you could argue LSU's. Um, I, I don't know. These matchups are going to be fun. So one last thing before I get out of here, and this is for anybody to answer however they see fit, and it, it's something that I haven't even really started to break down, but based on the criteria with the playoff committee, what would Florida State have to do besides, you know, again, Michigan plays Ohio State here coming up to bypass one of the three teams in front of them? Do they have to beat Miami by 20? Do they just have to win their games? Is there something you're looking for? I've thought about this in my head. I'm not sure there's a clear answer because the committee now that again, we've we've seen it, it's about beating quality competition. Miami's six and two right now. I assume big assumption with, with Miami right now, but I assume they're going to be seven and two and beat North Carolina State because they've got a true freshman or excuse me, a redshirt freshman quarterback going against Miami's defense. I doubt that goes well. So that could be a big game for Florida State. You win that game, you're 9-0, they're 7-2 going into it. That would be a big win. Maybe they pass Michigan, because Michigan's schedule, that's the one thing about them. I think they would be ranked number one if they had any kind of quality win against the top 15 team. They just don't. Their schedule is just completely backloaded. And Penn State's really not that good. It, it's the weakest schedule I've seen in forever. But whatever the, the case may be, that, that'll take care of itself here soon enough. So, again, what could Florida State do to bypass one of the three teams in front of them? Again, just for record, Michigan's three. Number two is Georgia. Number one is Ohio State. Eventually, the Michigan-Ohio State thing is going to help Florida State move up, assuming they, they the Knowles went out. But we'll see how the rest of it goes. Uh, please, once again, hit that like button, hit that notification bell, hit anything that you can to keep this podcast rolling. We're having some fun over the next week or so because I don't think Florida State's losing anytime soon. And I know that makes Florida State fans happy. And we're going to be able to talk a little bit about matchups coming up over the next couple of weeks. I'm probably going to even talk a little bit more about the Miami game this week just because I think it's important. Uh, that's There's a couple of matchups in that game people may not think about that are going to be absolutely dynamic. Beyond the obvious ones. In the trenches, I think that's going to be great. But there's a couple of skill position matchups, a couple of really new things. I'm going to be talking about those towards the end of this week and then definitely, obviously, next week, just go all in. So anyway, everybody have a great day. Thank you much.